0: Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Altanaria. Altaria. I don't practice it. You, just before we started recording, were slinging barbs at me, saying that I've done Altanaria before.
1: You did it on our last episode. I just found it with with our pal, David. Well, I've done it again. Very recent. Hey, you try it.
0: I was trying some new stuff. (laughs) You try it for, like, honestly, what are we in, like, actually in season, like, 12 right now? Yeah, (laughs)
1: 134 named episodes, but there's more (laughs) than that, because we've thrown in bonus episodes. I mean, we can't keep track. You know what? Somebody else can make a spreadsheet to keep track of the nicknames, because we're not doing that.
0: AKA Tanner Greenring, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, (laughs) Beautifiellae. Beautifully. that's beautify aka joshua fielstead welcome joshua i'm back you're back yeah i'm back Back this week sort of i mean honestly we just had to have a little heart to heart about your your attitude going into the ad spot tonight didn't we have to do a lot of talking my whole job's talking and then i have to come on here and i'm talking to you you of all people tanner
1: not you bug catchers i like you
0: (laughs) (laughs) you don't like me Not tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. He's in a bad mood, catcher. Sorry, you're getting salty, Josh tonight. Hopefully, we can coax him out of his little shell there. You'll see. It's hard little heart. He's a hard little nut, and a we gotta crack him tonight. Shellmit, Budcatcher. Get me
1: out of my little shellmit,
0: Joshua. What? what have you been up to? Anything fun? Getting ready for your second vacation?
1: Yeah, that. But the lead up to a vacation is so stressful. <laughs> and I got all these friends in town In the next couple oh, of days god. And I gotta see
0: them So fucking grueling Joshua listen to yourself My god and we had to prepare for our live show It's a lot And we have our live show coming up Everyone go buy your fucking tickets right buy now your
1: fucking tickets and make it worth our while
0: <laughs> um, Great Well what about you Tanner what's new for you How's your week This is gonna be relevant later so I'm gonna tell you the full story now Okay Okay. Um, this is a segment we have on my other podcast, uh, Strange Bedfellows, called Dad Talk. And it's where my other co-host and I um, talk about being dads. Yeah, I, we don't have that in common. Except we are both Pokemon dads. That's right.
1: And Pokemon okay, grandparents.
0: <laughs> and Pokemon grandparents. Joshua, I got up this morning at 8 a.m. and went to the allergist with my son, Miles, who has many allergies. One of them, the key among them being Dairy. Oh, that's not not intolerant, an allergy. So we've been trying to essentially inoculate him against it by feeding him small amounts of baked milk, essentially, so that since eventually since he, he was born be good at eating dairy. And today was that day, my man. He, we went into the allergist and we, we did what was called a dairy challenge, where he drank whole milk. <laughs> One sip every 20 minutes for two hours. Wow. And then we sat there for two more hours to see if he got sick, and he didn't. So uh, milk's milks on the menu, boys. <laughs> wow, regular Whitney. Yeah. Gonna love gonna milk tank. Sucking down that. What is it called? Moo-moo milk? Moo-moo milk. Yep. Congrats. We um, immediately celebrated by going and getting cupcakes, and and then we had pizza for dinner.
1: You know, getting over the dairy one, that's a big
0: one. You gotta Ooh, gotta be able to do dairy. One sesame will still just like take him down. One sesame seed. Uh, but milk. Milk's milk's on the menu, boys. Sesame
1: seeds are a little bit easier to avoid, I feel, than um than dairy as an entire category.
0: Oh, uh, you can spot them from a mile away. <laughs> yeah. Josh. Yes,
1: you mentioned this for what reason is what you were going to? It's going to
0: come in. It's going to be relevant to the episode later. Well, first of all, okay. it's, it's what's got me in such a high spirits tonight, and I won't let I won't let you tether me to the ground. No, you with your glum plum attitude. You need to carry me, carry me out. I am of the, on the wings of of golden bliss.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: But also, it's going to come. It's going to become relevant later because I have a new Pokemon. Because I lost a Pokemon. Because oh this God. game is cursed. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm starting to buy into the theory. What am I, I supposed know we're to do? Gonna, we're going to get what into it. What am I supposed it, to
0: do? But- I go into this fucking battle, it's a double battle, and both the fucking Pokemon hammer on my Pokemon and kill it in one hit. What am I supposed to fucking do?
1: Yeah, I just, uh, I mean, that's bad luck in that case. It's just uh, pretty fascinating that our levels, like you're leading me on levels, but you are leading me on deaths also is uh, pretty surprising combination yeah well <laughs> although i'm doing what will be clear when we get to the level check i'm doing the thing that is the stereotype of like a little kid playing pokemon for the first time where you just have like one or two champions and it's usually the starter mm-hmm. and that's it's level 100 and then everything else is level 22
0: yeah everyone's got even i'm levels basically on doing
1: that which is really not my strategy normally i love even evenly leveled teams but for a variety of reasons i found myself just running champions, essentially, and just trying desperately for the other ones to get to a usable level so that they don't die. And maybe I could actually have a cohesive team
0: because I haven't had one for this whole game so far. Yeah, me neither. It's a tough one. Our spouses are absolute maniacs. Yeah, it, there's no
1: rhyme or reason. Oh, we're playing wedlock. If you, how are you listening to this? It's wedlock. You know that by the now. whole we season don't have is wedlock.
0: We had our spouses choose our Pokemon for us, um, and then like relatively, like sort of neutered Nuzlocke rules apply. I mean, can you imagine if we were playing oh, the no, actual not.
1: Nuzlocke, fully Nuzlocke rules, <laughs> not. but with the wedlock selection? We just wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> no, we would have given up, frankly.
0: <laughs> but it has it has forced our hands towards. The wildest collection of Pokemon either of us have ever seen. Not only it's like some of truly some bizarre. like truly heinous like you make me barfs, but also some of the it's like they it's like they went to Surbi and were like show us the the Pokemon from Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby that have the worst stats imaginable. Oh my god, those are the ones we want our spouses to play with. <laughs> yeah, like half my team, if
1: not the majority outright, is like just trash statistically not a good pokemon.
0: I've been doing like breeding and like look catching lots of pokemon looking for the right natures this season. And every time I go to like Sirby oh, or whatever that other one is and I look up like what's the best nature for like whomever like Swalot. <laughs> every single time it's like Swalot is not competitive. It doesn't matter what its nature is. It's not competitive.
1: (laughs) So there's not really. Yeah, I kind of gave up on it, too. I mean, I'm still like making some amount of effort to get at least a decent nature. But I've given up on like trying to do any kind of EV training because like these none of these mon essentially are ever going to make it out of here.
0: Got some long timers on my team now.
1: Oh, I mean, just like. You know, if I ever wanted to oh. import Pokemon oh, sure. into the bank or home or whatever, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody in this playthrough is going to make it out. So fuck it.
0: You don't want to bring your numel over? <laughs>
1: um, mm, I don't think so. I that one has almost died multiple times. Like if it doesn't, it, it's just got to evolve before I'm even bringing it back out. Other than the <laughs> Skarmaries this week, I did bring it out. I risked it on the Skarmories.
0: Oof, those Skarmaries. God, I hated this gym. Um, we'll talk about it when we get to it.
1: <laughs> let's, yeah, let's recenter. Where we're at, we're leaving. Here's,
0: here's where we are. We've just been on a life-changing, majestic flight to a previously uninhabited and unrealized island oh, to the right. south of Hoenn called Southern Island where we befriended a Latios slash Latias. And now we're back on the beaches of Route 118 and there to the north, our destination, Route 119. Here we are.
1: After first boxing our beautiful, legendary dragons, psychic dragons, because our partners will not allow us to use them.
0: Um, And also, while you were over there boxing, you um, took a wrong turn, I'm sure. I did. And ended up on Route 123, didn't
1: you? Yeah, and I remember this from the original Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before you go north to Route 119, you can go east to Route 123. And the Pokemon the trainers have are around our level. So I remember oh, this meant
0: for later game,
1: like half of the route has hedges that are facing the other way. So you can't keep going. But I remember that it's south of Mount Pyre. So there's one section that ends in a dead end for us now that later we can like come down got this it. way. Got but it. I cleared it to get a little bit more EXP and saw the little berry master.
2: Oh,
0: yes.
1: Who's got there he is.
2: Berries and cream, berries and cream.
1: He's a little lad who, he's a big lad who loves berries and cream in a big way yeah. because it's a beautiful little berry garden that's like got every type, every varietal of berry. <sighs>
0: I got to get out there. I'm I'm, being, I'm berry boy this season again. You ever heard of a lumberry? Yeah, Ooh. I don't remember what it does. It clears all status effects. Now that's a hell of a berry. <laughs> I'm just planting those things everywhere. I'm like Johnny Appleseed. I'm Johnny Lumberry. <laughs> Admiral Johnny Lumberry. <laughs> okay.
1: The certain ring to it. I'm popping these things in, in all my Pokemon's mouth. Aside from being a uh, little lad who loves... I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Yep. I was also a little lad who loved a sweetie on Route 123, and that is why I have to cover it, because I immediately put it down. <laughs> it's perhaps a sweetie that's been one of the original sweeties. Not honored... Since episode 20, which, oh, thanks wow. to Fueled by Robert's spreadsheet, I was able to check. Red and Blue original, sweetie, back, plume.
0: Okay, Josh, but you know... And the inspiration for Rest in Petals. I know what Garth Brooks says, that there's bound to be rough waters, and we're sure to take some falls, uh, but with yeah. the good lord as our captain, we'll make it through them all. Uh-huh. I just want you to know that before it's Vileplume, it is Gloom. Yeah, I, I know, and that's what makes the Vileplume reward
1: so great that you have to suffer through gloom to get to it
0: wow you and garth brooks
1: such sages and i got a great quote from bobby about vile plume who first well i'll let him say it here i was looking at vile plume and i was like wait i thought this was sweet and then i looked at it again from another angle and i realized why i thought it was sweet because it reminds me of rose seeing the titanic for the first time when her big hat like turns and she goes it doesn't look bigger than the Mauritania, so that's why I like Vileplume. Because they remind me of Rose. And who couldn't think that Rose is a sweetie? The funny part is that once he saw Vileplume again, when I was making him record the voice memo, mm-hmm. he was like, I said that thing is a sweetie? But then I showed him more literature, and then he was like, oh, right, okay. And I think it's because it's got a little mischievous sort of smirk, and just like kind of yeah, simple, yeah. just cute. like a little look, and it's, it's got, a got the cap. jaunty little cap. Yep, because a lot of them uh, of the illustrations are like the little flower cap, the petal cap, I should say. Rest of petals is like yeah. tilted a little, like a little, yeah. a
2: little
1: exquisite jaunty. little hat. So, yeah, I've always liked Vileplume, like a fascinator. And now that I have a gr- a grass Pokemon on my team that feels like it's potentially a dud, that we'll get into, am I tempted to bring in one of these mini oddishes? That are also acceptable for me to use. Gloom did obviously not make the cut. Bobby didn't like Gloom either. I mean, there's some
0: taste. Yeah. Am I tempted to run a Vile Plume again? Sure. I am trying to think why you would need a Vile Plume. I just like having grass type. It's old school of me.
1: Yeah, yeah. But grass poison is not nearly as useful as grass dark. I usually like having grass type in too, this but situation. Not this season. Because Fairy wasn't endemic to this gen originally oh right poison is not as useful we're not seeing a ton of fairy pokemon like we did in x no no no
0: certainly not but there are pokemon we see plenty of who are now dual type fairy right um notably Gardevoir. of war mm-hmm. good one i think oh, i've seen a few i don't remember who they are now OK,
1: I don't know who you were trying to lead me into to say,
0: I don't know. I was I was hoping you remembered. <laughs> oh,
1: that does remind me because we were complaining about how like Skitty and Delcatty should just be fairy type. Yeah, it's got fairy vibes. It learns fairy moves. I will say because I did follow up on my pledge and I did get a Delcatty because I went back through Meteor Falls and I got that fucking Moonstone and instead of waiting until it like learned some move at level 46 i just evolved it immediately because i took a look at the stat spread for delcaddy and like it's sub 400 it's like 380 total base stats like i i can't you know yeah, yeah. i'm already in trouble with what i'm working with here i had to draw the line somewhere and 380 that's just heinous do i think delcaddy is a sweetie of course yeah but i can't have a
0: normal type on my team with 380 stats i'm running a normal type on my team that has some pretty heinous stats right now um it just feels a little silly you know he's like my little baby yeah that's what i think of when i put him in i'm like oh go ahead little baby you can do it (laughs) well we're here
1: right 119 yeah we're on route 119 now that we're done with Route 123.
0: Take one fucking step into Route 119. You get confronted by these two pricks called Brains and Brawn Jail and Kale. (laughs) Cool names, dickheads. (laughs) They're like, we just teamed up to be Brains and Brawn. Yeah, I get it. So proud of it. I go into the battle and I've got my lovely little Breloom Grove and my boss boss slacking uh, lobster roll. Right. They're the front two party members, so they pop out of their balls, facing off against a machoke and a Cadabra, both of whom are like, I think eight to ten levels lower than my two Pokemon. So I'm like, Pff. cakewalk, cakewalk. I think they they go like second and third. Both of them target Breloom, hit them, hit Breloom with two hits, and it's dead instantly. <laughs> oh my God. Before it can even move. What the hell? I mean, what were the moves? The Kadabra Psybeam, I don't remember. Probably. I don't remember. I was in shock, Joshua.
1: That is pretty shocking. I wish I could remember what, what it was. Machoke was probably using some fighting move that was at least effective. And then it, Kadabra <laughs>
0: comes in with some super effective thing. I don't know. I don't know. My game is broken. It's starting to look like the it. The game is like, no, every week someone has to die. That's that's the sacrifice you make, Tanner. Every week you have to sacrifice one of your Pokemon just to so I don't gobble up your, your save file. Apparently. I mean, I'm starting to believe it at this point. So this is Kill Count? I guess it's Kill Count now. Is this your Because it only happened right this here. It was
1: the first, yes, it's the only loss, and I prepare a song. Okay, this is Kill Count. I lost nobody.
0: Slacking's sitting there. He's got a billion hit points. And they're like, no, not him. <laughs> the little plant.
1: <laughs> the little sweetie. The cute little plant. Beat him up, boys. <sighs> and you're at seven kills. Seven.
0: Seven. Joshua. I'm at five still. How many episodes have there been? Five. This is the sixth episode. Okay. Well, here we go. Oh, I'm so
2: mad. I'm so mad. You love the sun, babe. For a moment you shined. And it seemed everlasting that you would always be mine. Now that you are deceased, so I'm letting you die. Cause I know I'm my team, babe, I don't need a grass type. You'll always be a part of me. After all, you're a little sweetie. Grove, don't you know you can't lose HP? Oh, darling, cause there ain't no recovery. And I'll sing a song. You can't defeat a munch this strong. Grove, don't you know you can't lose HP? Oh, darling, cause there ain't no recovery. loom, ah. Briberloom, maloom, malaw. Wow.
1: How's that? That was beautiful, beautiful tribute. That was so well done, so transformative, I can't even tell what song that originally is.
0: Oh, I know, right?
1: Yeah, it, I mean, you really just own it. I made it my own. For Breloom. I
0: think I can hit those high notes as well as Mariah Carey can uh, in the hit song, Always Be My Baby. But um, I do make it my own, don't I? Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a stunning tribute for Grove the Breloom.
0: Grove the Breloom, Rest in Petals, truly. Yeah, Rest in Petals. And fuck you, Jail and Kale. Jail and Kale. Lock them up. Any losses for you, papatu Kultura?
1: No, my kill count is still at five because I'm doing the champion strategy. I'm just protecting everybody. Also, I keep getting lucky with the the gyms now.
0: One of these fucking one, you're, one of these champions is going to get like a crit and they're going to be gone, and your team is going to be
1: eviscerated. Well, am I concerned that one of my champions is a Swellow? Sure. (laughs) I think it's going to run into a cat pretty soon where it's going to be outclassed. I
0: faced off against some pretty fucking brutal Swellows this week, though, Josh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there were some brutal (laughs) Swellows.
0: Route 119, here we are. I've already lost my Breloom, I'm I'm in shambles. I'm like inspired. I mean, Route 119, I know that I said this back when we
1: played this gen originally. I love Route 119, I feel like it is my favorite route. Oh yeah, route, I think this whole, Route 119, Route 120. Yeah. Beautiful. This whole area is beautiful. And like the soundtrack is so good, it's so evocative of like the adventure and like it's so triumphant. And it's even better now with, like, the dulcet tones that are allowed through the 3DS speakers. Oh,
0: so many, like, beeps and
1: boops. I was just listening to it after, when I wasn't even playing. And then you get the variety of, like, the rain, the sun, you get all the different environments, you get the tall grass. Sure, there's some freaks in there, but I just, I love this room this whole stretch to fortune yeah it's a
0: beautiful route i was i couldn't i couldn't pay any attention to it i was like in, in shambles i was a complete shock i'm like holding the body of this dead breloom like screaming like somebody help my breloom oh my god it's pouring um, rain and it's like pouring rain yeah um and i stumble into the long grass and who should greet me but a kecleon <laughs> and i'm like all right and i throw the breloom into the long grass and i catch a kecleon and I guess I'm running a Kecleon now.
1: Something else that's surprising is apparently both of our spouses love Kecleon. Both of us traditionally <laughs> hate it.
0: I do too. Bobby's
1: comment on the spreadsheet was simply love her about Kecleon. Yeah,
0: Jamie's Jamie's comment was LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So I think similar energy. They just, they're just tickled by this little chameleon. Yeah. And you know what? I am a little bit, too. Its stats are just atrocious. Speaking of sub 400, there's no way that
1: thing breaks 400, I assume.
0: Atrocious. Oh, 440. Okay. Oh, that's not too bad. Hey, that's in the running for this playthrough for, like, decent stats. That's not too bad. I got to figure out its moves because it's got the wacky, like, type shifting thing. Yeah. Where it takes on whatever type you put on it. But it also learns other moves that can shift its type. But they're sort of hard to use. Figuring
1: out the move set for this thing will be crucial if you're going to keep it in the mix.
0: It's that weird normal type where it's like it takes a lot of moves, you know?
1: Yeah, it can learn so many TMs and a lot of them are good TMs.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. With those stats, maybe maybe Freakin' Weekend, the Kecleon, is is here to stay.
1: Cause you and Jamie love the freaking weekend.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> Who doesn't?
1: Yeah, I, I love it. I just call it the freak end. <laughs> oh, that's good, too, because I want to get to it so badly. I don't have time to say
0: freaking weekend. It's just freaking. You know, we taught it to Miles and now he he doesn't even know that the word is just the weekend. <laughs> he thinks it's called the freaking weekend. Like, we'll pick him up off from school on <laughs> Friday and he'll be like, is it the freaking weekend? I'll be like, yeah, but yeah, bud. you ready to have some fun? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we'll we'll talk more about Keckleon when we get to level check later. But I caught this thing right after losing. I think I was in like, I was like rebound, you know?
1: Yeah, you rebounded real quick. Just toss the Breloom corpse aside.
0: There are these idiots <laughs> in, on Route 119. Did you run into the like these copycats? Well, how could I not? <laughs> the whole gimmick is like you move and they move and you kind of have to just like maneuver in such a way that you kind of like pin them into a corner. If you want to battle all of them. Or if you want to join their, which cult, I do the mimic circle, the mimic circle. yeah, that's what they're called. It's antisocial behavior.
1: yeah. And they're in like this deep, dark, tall grass, like it's pouring rain. like you're grieving. They mimic your every move. This is terrible. Like, this is scary. This is terrain near
0: danger. There's a thing on TikTok. Uh, I hate talking about TikTok, but here we are again. Okay. I don't use TikTok, so I don't have like an, a good algorithm. So sometimes TikTok just shows me what it chooses to show me. And one thing it chooses to show me pretty often is at least one man who's convinced they're being, quote, gang stalked. Mm. Mm, don't love the sound of that. That's what these guys are like. It's like being gang
1: stalked. Or you're not you're not going to elaborate. What's what what, what what is gang stalking? What, what questions
0: what, could you possibly just have? Just a bunch
1: of people. A bunch of people just follow you around.
0: Yeah, according to this, like this one guy on TikTok. What, what has he I done p- that probably, makes him
1: think that he's deserving of being stalked? Not just by one person, but a gang of them.
0: I think he's either faking it. And these are his friends, or he's mentally disturbed and and doesn't understand what's going on.
1: Like one of these bug maniacs that are making up the majority of
0: this mimic circle. So many bug maniacs. Yeah. Terrifying sprite. You know what we should do? We should do a Patreon, and we should call the bug catchers who join the Patreon the bug maniacs. That's a good idea. I wish we had time to do a Patreon.
1: Yeah, me too. (laughs) All right, well, I enjoyed hearing about your trainer, Danger, and I agree. Mimic circle is terrifying but i have a trainer banger for you okay when you are going throughout this route you can see little blinds that are set up like as though somebody is like hunting pokemon me hunting hunting, you hunting me and you yeah and it looks like poorly made kind of tall grass but you could see there's a little slit for the eyes of whoever is behind it to go and if you walk by it nothing happens like they're playing it cool yeah it's just a tree. But if you go up and you try to interact with the tree, with the tall grass, Flip. out pops Trainer Banger Ninja Boys. Good name. I believe that we raved about Ninja Boys in Gen 3. Must have. But Trainer Banger didn't exist as a segment, so we need to enshrine them officially. I love them. They have so much personality. They're always like trying to get into get into a scrape, and they're just like a little kid who's like practicing their little ninja skills. It was such a good week for NPCs. Yeah, definitely
0: good leg for NPCs. Maybe that's why of good Part energy. of the reason we like Route One Nineteen so much It's just like lots of fun NPCs. Yeah, it's really doing fun. some weird shit out here, like yeah. hiding behind like tree blinds, hunting man, the world's most dangerous, world's <laughs> most dangerous prey. That's right, world's most dangerous game. Josh, we blow past Route 119, taking in all the sights and sounds, and then we're on to the Weather Institute. Before we can even get up there, though, we are stopped by Joy, May, our friend Joy, May, <laughs> May, our yeah. friend May. Mm-hmm. How did you do against May? I honestly could. After even... this break, I realize I realize now that I didn't set that up correctly. The syntax was off, but it was too late. I was committed. All right. Josh, how'd you do against May's team here? She's your rival. Just demolished. Crusher. I don't remember anything about this. I remember one thing. It's my You Make Me Bar Pokemon of the Week. Oh, you can never forget that. And it's Slugma. Ugly. Yeah, there's no way around it. Ugly, and it did this move I didn't like called Clear Smog. Clear Smog inflicts damage and resets all stat levels of the target to zero. Unlike Haze, this move only hits one target. I was practicing with my Alteria, and I had a Cotton Guard. Mm -hmm. And it's like I had a million defense, and he cleared it all. Was it like that, or,
1: or was that literally what happened here?
0: That's literally what happened. I was just doing it to the Cadence and General sort of rhyme structure of Santeria. Oh my God. (laughs) It's too late for me to catch something (laughs) like that. (laughs) But well done. Um yeah, Clear Smog isn't very fun when your whole point, like your whole thing is to get four X defense on your Alteria and just keep it in battle for (laughs) I remember that. An entire, you know nightmare. Battle. Which Slugma is also and
1: uh fortunately uh I didn't have to look at it. I had to look at a shroomish, which is what may in my game has
0: oh interesting interesting i didn't know they had different oh because we had different starters no yeah just because we have different games
1: different starters
0: oh okay cool i didn't know that has the whalmer
1: that's consistent for some reason
0: so if you choose trico you get whalmer shroomish kombuskin if you choose torchic you get shroomish slugma marsh stomp and if you choose Mudkip, you get Slugma, Whalmer, Grove What, Like they just sort of like shuffle oh, those three. Going around. On there. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I fought off against the Slugma. I thought it was really ugly. Um, and the 3D doesn't do any favors and it's all drippy. A lot like our disgusting friend Gloom. No, it's if if anything, it's the worst it's ever looked. Yep. All right. Joshua, this has been a um dream sequence, uh, actually, this whole segment this whole You Make Me Barf segment has been a dream sequence where we uh, sort of use our powers to prophesy the future because that battle with May happens after the Weather Institute, which is where we are now. Right, yeah. Uh, oops. And the dream sequence is over now, and here we are in the Weather Institute. <laughs> okay. Ooh,
2: all
0: right.
1: <laughs> We're back here at the Weather Institute, and that's where the transition out of the ad would have come from.
0: Here we are at the Weather Institute, and it's been taken over and there's a child like you walk in no one's around except the receptionist who looks panicked yeah. and like a kid who's like r- walking around looking for his mommy and daddy and it's like what are you doing here this is a place of business why are there beds here we talked about this last time why are there beds in the lobby
1: yeah if anything wouldn't the beds if you're keeping beds because it's like the scientists are working late or whatever
0: why are they there on the first floor <laughs> what's wrong tanner i just figured it out and I hate, I hate why the beds are there, because there's a, something else here by the beds. A computer, a computer that you can pull Pokemon out of. So I think the idea here is like, here's a place where you can bed down with your Pokemon if you need to. Oh, damn. it's been a long journey. You've been journeying all the way up Route 119. You're gonna have to take a rest. Maybe you're gonna have to like get a load off, figuratively and literally.
1: Uh, That's where Josh... Papa Cultura left those Pokemon. <laughs>
0: Sex dolls that he got back in uh, Mawville. I mentioned the receptionist. What I failed to mention is that she's also my trainer banger of the week. Wow, another one. You walk up to her, the place is taken over by Team Aqua or Team Magma. And you walk up to her, and she's just like, Yep, we've been taken over, but like, I always do my job.
1: Inspirational. And
0: it's like, Wow. Good for you, lady. Yeah. That's like, it's like the opposite of slow That's quitting. That's a good point. Quiet quitting? Yeah,
1: yeah. Quiet quitting. She's the the hustle and grind icon that we, yeah. we need. We're all quiet quitting. No, what we need is this receptionist. Yeah. Who doesn't give up. Even when her place of work has been taken over by a criminal
0: syndicate, she's still doing her job. Loudly not quitting. Bravely. And then after you defeat, bravely, <laughs> after you defeat. Uh, Team Aqua and send them packing, which we'll talk about in a moment, you go back downstairs and she gives you a fucking item. Oh, yeah. She's like, here's a valuable item. It's a, um ice rock. It's fine. fine. I don't think it's that valuable. I don't have anything to do with it. I don't have any Pokemon who know hail, but. Nor do I want them. Head upstairs. This place is being taken over because of some uh, extremely Pokemon story reason. Yeah. <laughs> Pokemon Story just like Pokemon. I, I do like this game a lot and I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I think like the tech innovations, like the Dex Nav and like shit like that, it's like, oh, this is like yeah, some mean, of the best Pokemon experience. We're we've talking ever had. about
1: one of the most immersive, beautiful routes in all of the games right here. But that being they said, they can't write
0: a fucking story to save their lives. <laughs>
1: it's something about
0: there's people here doing research. Team
1: Aqua or Team Magua needs the research that the Weather Institute has about like what the extreme weather, what the conditions in the weather were like thousands of years ago
0: to bring about which is where groudon and super kyogre, kyogre and like what are they called oh, primal, primal kyogre and primal yeah this is the new thing groudon
1: that's like an even more wild mega evolution is the primal form yeah and so that's what they're looking into here
0: so you have to you have to beat the the same clown you beat like last time you beat like faced off against Tabitha Tabitha. and
1: Shelly for aqua. Yeah. Tabitha way better in terms of aesthetic and like personality. I think
0: Shelly's little like Bulbapedia icon. She's like barely in it because she's just like posing so hard.
1: Yeah. She's like (laughs) posing so hard that she's almost falling out of the little frame. (laughs) And all that you could see is her like elongated sassy arm, her head, some of her hair, and one breast.
0: Yeah, I rising think. above the edge of the frame. <laughs> made sure that they could fit that one in. So yeah, you beat her, and then they go into like this whole thing. So yes, there's this the, this primal reversion that Groudon and Kyogre can go through, and I'm sure we'll see it at some point, Joshua. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Also, if you want to cast form, here's one. No thanks. Cannot use that. And you get Rocky Helmet. Love the Rocky Helmet, though. Yeah, Rocky Helmet's great. And then... As as the prophecy foretold, we did our battle. Yeah,
1: and then uh, what's that in the distance?
0: Mm, Is it? I don't know. It's some kind of secret base. Yeah, next to a little patch of lumberries. Surely that's where Admiral Squirt and his wife, Mrs. Squirt, have their secret base. Why? Yes, it is right here next to Fortree City.
1: That's a pretty good spot.
0: Yeah, you just have to fly to Fortree City, which we can do now. Head one screen to the left. There's two Lumberries waiting for you and your secret base.
1: That's nice. I understand the logic. I put down my roots, Papa Cultura's roots. He's more of a rustic guy. You know, he's sort of from like, oh, he from like Tuscany? Tuscany. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so he doesn't want, he wants to be able to access the city to get supplies oh yeah it's like
0: hudson valley people but you know? he
1: wants to be able to be a little bit farther from it. yeah so i found a beautiful spot that's on the eastern branch of the river on route 119 uh you hop off into the water around where uh, a ninja boy actually by some tall grass and like an elixir is and then you take it take the route go down south a little bit, and then right before there's like a waterfall or a, a cliff, I can't remember, uh-huh. there's a tree, and it's beautiful. And that's, now that's a molto bene, secret base. Sounds
0: incredibly convenient to get to. Sure, but you know, some of the best things in life, you gotta put in the work. Here's why I'm invested, Josh, in my secret base now. Because high atop the tree fort city of fort Tree City. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Is my third trainer banger of the week. Jesus. Well, okay. The first banger was mine. The third trainer banger of the week. (laughs) Arun, (music) The secret base expert who we've already met And, uh, and appreciated. I called
1: him a trainer danger originally, but even in that segment, you had kind of
0: convinced me that he was actually a banger. And I retract my comment. His home base is in Fortree City, and it's great. You go in there; he'll sell you things for your your fort. There's some kind of game that I don't understand where you can like collect flags. Don't did not understand it one bit.
1: I mean, it's it's irrelevant essentially because we don't know enough people who play this to go and get like flags from their bases. I guess. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I want to do it. I wish I could do well, it. But did like... you
1: notice looking at this Bulbapedia page? First of all, Jukebox would love to have that. Oh yeah, but for one thousand flags. That's how you get a Garchompite. So the only way. Oh, wow. Maybe really? there's another way. <laughs> but it looks like the only way to get a Garchompite is through getting a thousand flags in the secret base.
0: Well, joke's on Arun because I can't run a Garchomp anyway. Yeah, well, that's fair.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I the secret base guild, uh, a great little backdrop, too. They've got like maps.
0: Oh, and you can come back and fight him once a day. And he looks like a fucking like like a bushwhacker, you know? Like, he's in his little red dungarees and his little red, like, a cooler Yeah, he's hat. like
1: the ranger
0: trainer type, but, like, even cooler. Like, rugged. Yeah. Uh, and you can come battle him, and he's got a fly gun. Just a fly gun. Fun. I like that. I like him this week. His branding is great. Here's something I hate about Fortree City. What? Joshua. I like it. I'm walking within about 30 tiles of this ladder, and all of a sudden, I'm locked into the world's longest animation of me climbing or descending this ladder
1: yeah it forces you through the whole animation that is obnoxious
0: I like walk out of a house and like you're there you know like the ladder's right there and like you walk out of a house and all of a sudden you're just going down a ladder it's like fuck
1: especially if you're like me and you're just always running around and so you're just bumping into things and then half of them happen to be ladders and then you're just going up and down and
0: (laughs) it drove me crazy left is right and day is night yeah I agree I agree we can't get into the gym, Joshua, no. to face off against the flying type gym leader, confounding Winona, because there's something invisible blocking our path. If only the Devon Corp could develop some kind of product to help us get through. Who's that I see up there, Joshua, on the catwalks, high above Fortree City? It's
1: a very handsome young man.
0: CEO Stone's young lover. Maybe he'll <laughs> have something that can help. Yes. So we chase after him down to Route 120. And there's Steven Stone, and he's got the Devon scope.
1: Yeah, Devon scope. Does
0: one thing, and it does it well. Spots (laughs) Kecleons.
1: How does the Devon scope compare to the Sylph
0: scope? Well, that does one thing, and does it well, and it's spot haunters. (laughs) I think it's still an
1: advancement in technology. If it can find Kecleons and ghosts, then that's an improvement. Yeah. But it definitely looks good. Should get these titans of industry
0: together. Yeah,
1: a little M&A action. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I will quickly note one other thing that I saw on Route 120. Okay. And I technically shouldn't have seen this because I didn't have my husband's spreadsheet of acceptable Pokemon next to me. Mm-hmm. And I just made it. I couldn't be bothered to go get it. So I just made an executive decision because an Absol Absol came out. And I was like, there's a chance that maybe he said Absol's fine. Yeah.
0: What's the worst you have to do? Release it?
1: Yeah. I just caught it. And then later... When I was looking at the spreadsheet, I found out that Absol is not an option.
0: Okay, so release it.
1: I released it, but not after, of course, seeing its Pokédex entry, and so I will now
0: do a Poke checks yourself. Would you ever try to convince Bobby that Absol is in fact a sweetie and get the list amended? I feel like we have a limited
1: number of times that we could try to do that although we never established a number but it feels like sort of an unwritten rule and i would bring it up if i tried it and it was successful i haven't done it is that you could probably try to make an argument for you know two or three if you really want it for some reason
0: i've risked the opposite i've shown jamie a pokemon that i caught and i'm like you think
1: this is good oh of course i've done that (laughs) how could we not do
0: that yeah. But
1: I, I would say I'm not going to try to do that with Absol. I don't need it that desperately, although we know that I do like Absol. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a sweetie, I just think it's cool. It's Pokédex entry, and we got this vibe back in... Was it Pokémon Ranger? There was an Absol that was like crucial to the plot, or maybe it was Mystery Dungeon or some shit, but anyway, like the disasters that follow it around. So when I was looking into this, The picture that is painted by Absol's Pokedex entries is even more convoluted and sad than I originally thought. Because the Omega Ruby one after I caught it says, Every time Absol appears before people, it is followed by a disaster, such as an earthquake or a tidal wave. Jesus. As a result, it came to be known as the disaster Pokemon. So that already paints this terrifying picture of like, you know, how common are Absol?
0: What happens if you have one on your team? And send it out and inflict a disaster. Also, Josh, also, Josh, it's a disaster to look at because of that thing on its head. I, I don't want to go down that path. We already know how we both feel about this. And I
1: think it's asymmetric eccentricity Yeah, is what makes it interesting. Yeah. And I also like Mega Absol yeah. when it starts to look like a winged cat that nobody was willing to take me up on when I brought that up with you and David. But anyway... When you keep reading on, you find out Alpha Sapphire says Absol has the ability to foretell the coming of natural disasters. It lives in a harsh, rugged mountain environment. And so this Pokemon very rarely ventures down from the mountains. So it's like, okay, we now know it's very rare. I still don't really know what happens. If a trainer has one and you set it out, does that trigger a disaster? But then when you keep reading, the Sun one says, long ago superstitions were spread about it saying it brought disaster.
0: This fed a hatred of it, and it was driven deep into the mountains. It's not That's not what fed the hatred. The, ha- the hatred was fed by its ugliness.
1: Oh, actually. <laughs> well, I was going to cover the Moon one because you kind of get the rest of the picture, but I will also do Ultra Sun directly related to what you're talking about. It seems like they started coming to the same conclusion. Moon goes, although it's said to bring disaster, in actuality, this Pokemon possesses a calm disposition, and it warns people of any crises that loom. So it's doing a favor. Oh, wow. Hero,
2: but then there goes my hero. <laughs> Watch him as he goes. It's
1: starting to come around on Absol, right? No. By the time you get to Ultra Sun, the only thing unlucky about Absol is its appearance. <laughs> it protects fields and warns people of disaster, so one ought to be grateful <laughs> for it. Yeah, this, this PR campaign that Absol has gone through, based on the uh. Pokedex is is pretty a wild journey. Yeah. It's like all of these people who used to say it brought disaster actually just think it's ugly, and that was like a <laughs> folktale. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's driven into the mountains and it's like almost extinct.
0: Good. Good riddance. So that's <laughs> Pokechecks yourself. Joshua, all we have left is wine Nona. Yes. And her Windy Gym. We should probably talk about the teams bring in first, though, right? Yeah. It's Level Check. Oh, Level Check. <laughs> I have two new sweeties that I want to ha- have a little fun with. So, why don't you go first? I've got Stephanie G,
1: Germanata, Manectric, now Mega Evolution enabled. Ooh. So, that was why I was running a little roughshod for this leg with all the bird keepers on this route. Level 41. Kanye West is a Gardevoir now. Level 37. Beautiful. Madonna the Swallow praise be still banging huh the swallow i am on my knees worshiping the level 45 swallow that is carrying my team inexplicably
0: oh swallow this week <laughs> the gym this gym that we're about to go into it's chock full of swallow very handsome swallow and they all know one move in particular that i absolutely despise
1: i never saw it because they were all fucking shocked to death Oh yeah. Uh, before they could do anything. I don't have any I don't have any electrics. Then we have Ezra Miller uh, who popped off into a Cacturn this week at level 35. Oof. Yeah, I was alluding to this. I'm like what a Gross way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't really think I have trapped myself number 1 is like I actually don't really think I think I'm going to get into a muddy territory if I keep Ezra Miller on the team. And then second, Cacturn is like not very
0: good. I'm fighting. Yeah. Why do you keep running all these bad Pokemon? I just don't. I don't know what to swap in. I'm totally by calculus. I don't know what to do. I know, man. You're preaching. To the and choir. maybe I'm just like
1: not going to have a grass and I'm just going to lash out with something different. I, I don't mean, have a grass. I don't need it. Yeah. I also don't have a fire type. I didn't have a good water type until this week because I finally have Harrison Ford who evolved into Pelipper level 32. <laughs> oh, Pelippers are kicking my ass this week. Pelipper, too. my HM friend also.
0: So many hit points plus roost.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, for whatever reason, I had a Pelipper in my final team on my first playthrough. Um, I think I just like lazily kept it around as the HM friend might happen again here. Who knows? Swallow or Pelipper is going to have to go at some point. I cannot have all these birds.
0: Yeah. Weird. I guess Bobby's like a bird guy, huh? Yeah. I mean, I like birds. Who doesn't? Honestly, I got
1: that Sibley's field guide to birds for the East Coast and then. I took it out like one time, and then I just got the Merlin app, but I like have a very dormant, lazy ambition to become a a bird watcher.
0: yeah, we've got a bird feeder right outside our kitchen window and we catalog all the birds that come to it. Well, I would love that our favorite are Mr. and Mrs. Cardinal who come all the time. they live in the bushes in our next door neighbor's house i get I get it with the names they're cardinals they are cardinals, yes, yeah, straightforward <laughs> and there's two of them and one of them is male and one is a female so we assume they're married. it's cute
1: uh, yeah, how could you not? In the wedlock season, of course. Yep. And then finally, pulling up the rear in more ways than one is Channing Tatum, the numble, level 31. A dud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just it's dead weight until it evolves into Camerupt And I don't bring it out because I don't want it to die, because I want to see what Camerupt is like to spite you. Yeah. Um, but it's very weak. I've only brought it out against the Skarmory's. And if it gets a flame burst in, it can kill them. Uh, usually takes two, but it has survived well, so far. Well, let's get that
0: thing up into a camera up, huh? Yeah. Soon Not
1: anyway. gagging. That's... I think... I feel like you got to see camera up next week, right? What level is, does it evolve? 33? Oh, yeah. Oh, so close. So close. So you'll see that next week as long as it doesn't die. Speaking of Pokemon who died, how about Admiral Squirt? Because you had... A Mystic! Mystic!
0: Tentacruel, level 40. Wow. Very fun to play with. Bluey, Altaria, level 43. Altaria. Lobster Roll, Slacking, level 42. Also very fun to play with. So many hit points. Strong lineup so far, yeah. Lower Pond, Masquerain, level 41. Also weirdly fun to play with. All of its moves, it does. It has essentially no defense and no hit points, so anything can kill it in one hit, but <laughs> yeah. all of its moves do weird shit. Yeah, tell me more about its moves. Here, let me look. Let me look. Tell me all of its moves and what they do. I'm going to because there's nothing you can do about it at this point.
1: Because <laughs> we are going to battle. I still think I'm going to get thrashed.
0: Felstinger raises users attack by three if it KOs the target. Right. And I did experience that. Agility raises the user speed by two. Mm-hmm. Silverwind is illegal, so it won't tell me what it is. But it's not illegal for us because we're playing Anything Goes, but... It just doesn't display the... It's banned
1: uh, from competitive play.
0: Yeah. Inflicts damage and has a 10% chance of raising the user's attack, defense, special attack, special defense, and speed by one stage.
1: That's kind of messed up that that's banned because isn't that essentially, if not literally, exactly the same as Ancient Power? Yeah. Maybe Ancient Power is banned too, but...
0: And then Air Slash, which has a 30% chance to make the target flinch. So that's kind of what's fun about Lower Pond, the Masquerade. Well, level 41
1: masquerade is something these eyes never thought that they would see.
0: Well, here we are.
1: Especially from the guy who swore off the line a few episodes ago. I know,
0: but they just kept finding their way back to me. So life finds a way. Freaking weekend, the Kecleon. You know him. You love him. Level 36. He's still a little baby. I don't know. He's still growing up. Sold on that, but he's still growing up. Level 36 Kecleon. My God. And then Josh, I had to go a little far afield because I had one more opening. Swampert is coming in and out. It sort of feels a little redundant to have Tentacruel and Swampert in the team. So yeah, that is interesting.
1: I forgot you don't have Swampert in here
0: right now. He's out, and I went all the way back to Duford City, and I went all the way back up to Granite Cave. Why? And I rode up those cliff sides, and I went deep down into Granite Cave, and I found Dairy Baby. Dairy Baby. Dairy Baby. Tell me about Dairy Baby. Which is why the story earlier was relevant. You love Dairy Baby. This happened earlier today. Is that what
1: got Miles over his dairy issue? Or is he the Dairy Baby?
0: Miles is the Dairy Baby, but so is Sableye, level 31.
1: (laughs) Thought it was a brand.
0: (laughs) No, it's just a baby who can eat dairy now. It's a Dairy Baby. And it's also my Sableye, level 31.
1: Sableye, huh? Wh- wh- tell me, I mean, tell me more. It's on the ne- list. Why I never thought I would see a Sableye on your team. Here's
0: why. Here's why. I mean,
1: I didn't really think I'd ever see half of this team on your team. I'll tell you why
0: I have a Sableye, <laughs> on, my, a Sableye on my team. Matchup Mayhem is why I thought it was Psychic type. It's not. It's Dark Jesus Ghost. God. I mean, don't you just... Can't
1: you look it up? I mean, you play Pokemon and Go all the time. They're running also, around. They're running amok right now on there.
0: And also, Josh... I think Mega Sableye looks great, and I'm going to try to run it. I haven't figured out where Sableye is, or even if there is Sableye in this game, maybe that's like a fucking Sun Moon thing. But if Mega Sableye exists in this game, I'm going to run it, because I think his little gem shield is cool.
1: Suitopolis City. You can get in Su- in Suitopolis City, so you'll be able to get it before the post game. Perfect. Okay, I, I would love to see it. Honestly, I don't think it's that hard to find out what type it is. You're telling me before committing to go and get it and capture it. But I will say, Sableye is a matchup mayhem type of Pokemon. Yeah,
0: it's hard to get a read on this thing.
1: I look at this thing like Greninja. I always forget that it's Water and Dark. Yeah, Sableye. I never fucking remember off the top of my head that it's Dark Ghost. It knows
0: some pretty bizarre it moves. Always, I
1: always think I think because of Sneasel, it reminds me of. I always think it's Ice. And then psychic is totally believable.
0: Yeah, psychic makes sense. It's confusing. I like it when it shows its little teeth. Sometimes it shows its little teeth. And then sometimes it twitches its head like it's like like computer glitched.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with Sableye. Eye. I mean, I don't think I would run it, but I like that you are. I respect it. I like that too. From Papa Cultura. Respete.
0: That's my whole team. Here's what happened when I went into the gym. Winona. She wasn't hard. Like, I had her on levels across the board.
1: No, it's a a bunch of birds, Tanner.
0: I didn't have electric type. I don't have any rocks to throw? But it, like, still wasn't that hard. Except, then they've got this move that I absolutely despise called Roost. (laughs) And it made every single battle. Like, I I handily won every battle. But every battle lasted about 100 times longer than it had to. Because Winona and her little cronies all use Roost like it's, like, fucking going out of fashion some tired birds I hated Roost and then when you beat Wynonna which I did easily she gives you Roost I'm like no thank you actually I will have it thank you but I hated going up against you and your your Pokemon with with Roost Wynonna
1: yeah uh, I mean I only got to see one of them ever get to use it because the others were all killed in one hit well the Skarmarees weren't but they didn't have anything that could really do anything to Channing Tatum the numble fortunately yeah. Alteria is the only one. Alteria. Now I'm saying it. Alteria. Alteria, <laughs> Alteria was the only one of any of their Pokemon, Wynonas, uh, that roosted on me. And it was after it had used... I just didn't predict this at all.
0: It has Earthquake. Oh, yeah. That Earthquake o- almost took out one of my guys.
1: Yeah. I, I was running Mega Manectric the whole time, obviously. Yeah. And then I use thunder fang on it and then it used earthquake and it actually did less than i thought i mean i guess i had five or six levels on it but uh earthquake did probably like 40 damage yeah uh and i was like i don't love that like i could probably survive and kill it but it could take out one of my champions not in a nuzlocke not in a wedlock so i volt switched out of there. And I had Swellow come out and just aerial ace it, other but one. not before yeah. it roosted, obviously. Yeah. And then it got basically all of its hit points back. But Swellow killed it in one hit with aerial ace. I mean, what's
0: going on with this thing? Doesn't bode well for me and my alteria, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I
1: shouldn't have said that.
0: Maybe we should get into uh, battling, Josh, and and come back and tell the bug catchers about it in just a moment. What do you think? I mean, yes. All right. Let's just get it over with. I hope I crush you, but honestly, hearing everything you just said, now I'm a little bit worried. We'll be right back, bug catchers.
1: Round one. And only. And probably that's it. Fight. Joshua, gotcha. Well, it's like the longest battle we've
0: ever had, I think. Yeah, him. 45 turns. We got locked into a, a pretty brutal battle between Lobsterol, the um, Slack King, and Harrison Ford, the Pelipper. Harrison Ford, the Pelipper. <laughs>
1: wouldn't stop. So what was going on was uh, we'd gotten it from a very slow start where, like, Cacturn threw out Spike's. Tentacruel threw out toxic spikes, but two of them, and I only did one round. And then of course, Cacturn ends up getting killed by, you know, poison jab or something.
0: Poison jab, yeah.
1: And then I decided to bring out swallow to just try to take care of this situation. And uh gets hit with a poison jab. Although fortunately I'm flying, so I wasn't getting the toxic poison. Yeah. But then I brought in I got confused, so I brought in Manectric. Who was out there for a long time? Like, Mega Evolved. I did an interesting Volt Switch at one point because it was like, I can't get more poisoned. And then I threw Overheat on it right before this battle because we got that TN. Yeah, pretty good. And then it managed to get one Overheat in when it had, like, 5% left and killed Sableye. And then they both died. And then we ended up in this situation where we each had two Mon left, Masquerain and Slacking for Tanner. And then I had... Gardevoir. Gardevoir and Pelipper. Pelipper and I brought in Pelipper first because it was more chaff it's like lower level and then it can't get toxic spiked and then what ensued was just <laughs> lobster roll the slacking like using a counter occasionally but then like trying to get me to go to sleep but then I would use a protect every time it was not loafing around. So I got on free and then hits. on my loaf
0: around turns, you were hitting me. Right. But then I would have to use slack off slack off. Yeah. And then you to recover, recover HP, HP on my good turns.
1: And I was trying to get you low enough to wham you with a brine, but you kept getting up.
0: Eventually, I just had to um, try to sneak in a yawn and I eventually got one and put you to sleep.
1: Yeah. I thought that you were in a false sense of security, but it was actually me. And then I fell asleep. And then I brought
0: in Masquerine to finish you off.
1: Yeah. And um, my Gardevoir did take Masquerade out. Yeah. And I was about a turn away, but it was miscalculated and slacking was not loafing around and then managed to get in a fucking something.
0: Um, You were poisoned. You just had to slack off. Oh,
1: poison is what killed me. Yeah. Because you slacked yeah, off.
0: Yeah. Because of the ta- toxic spray so, with, uh, Spikes. That was a good battle, I'll say, ultimately. Yeah, but I pulled it out. I don't feel cheated by that one. No. Your swallow's pretty tough. Yeah, I'm a top-heavy team at the moment. Don't want to see what happens to it next time, by by next gym. It's going to be, like, unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. Or or dead. It's going to be unstoppable or dead. Joshua, thank you for joining me. Bug catchers, thank you for joining us. I have been tanneria. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Beautifulli. Beautifully, Fly. This has been Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. I know we say that every week. I know I say this a lot, too. But the reviews have slowed down, and it absolutely helps us a ton. It's, like, the most important thing you can do. You helped us break the top 200 at one point, and that hasn't happened in a while.
1: So we love that. And we're getting closer to 500 reviews, so...
0: Yeah. Help us out. Please do go rate and review the show. And do buy tickets to our Live Show at bit.ly slash exp share live September 17th at Caveat in New York City at 7 p.m. Or live
1: streamed. I think this is probably, if I'm doing the math right, this episode I think comes out as your last chance to buy them. Get it now. Unless you show up at the door. Get it now. And you pay more money, which,
0: okay. Smart decision. If you want to, that's fine. What you? So, the way you come into the show is so we can give you financial advice because clearly you need it. <laughs> There's no amulet coins in real life, so
1: don't throw it away. Yeah. And you can also go onto our subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, and hang out with the rest of the community there.
0: Yeah. And if you don't like Reddit, go to Twitter or Instagram at expsharepod.
1: And then you can buy merch at expsharemerch.com.
0: Bugcatchers, Joshua,
1: goodbye. Smell you later. I'm not doing it in Italian this week.
2: ha <laughs> bri bri lum ah bri bri lum a lum a lum